Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. So we have some friends that would have kids and they don't leave the house for three months. My wife, like four hours into having a kid, she's like, we're going to Target. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. I put a sleep mask on. It's dude, in the afternoon when the sun's out because even with your blinds are closed. You live like a divorcee. <laughs> like with a silk robe with fuzzy sleeves. Just wake up to get his Amazon Prime package at you the door. You are Hugh Hefner settling. without the harem of women. <laughs> the Dave and Mahoney Show. I would love to hear Audrey do more um, hair impersonations. <laughs> Come on, Audrey. Just give him a little, give him a little taste. <laughs> Why? Just a little taste. It's so good. Please. No matter how hard I try. Yes. 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 All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. The animals at Yellowstone are going kind of crazy, it seems. The, the story just from last week was the... Arizona couple where the woman got gored by a bison had to be airlifted out of there. That was significant. And Stop now going near animals that weigh 10 times as much as you. Well, the story there is that they actually were staying away from it. And then like it charged across a field at them. I mean, again, Dave, I've seen bison. They're fast, but it takes a minute for them to get up to speed. Just saying, if I was there uh, in uh, an Oregon Trail, I was a hell of a shot. I could kill a buffalo easy. Yeah, well, they're they're, easy. Get, they're they're extracting their revenge is because they know how wasteful we were as settlers, Dave. <laughs> so uh, there was a woman that was found dead in Montana after encountering a grizzly bear near Yellowstone National Park, which is horrifying. I think that if the animals are going wild, that maybe we should just like put a stop to the tourism part of that because during COVID we saw that they just were like, Hey, just don't stop. Stop coming here. I agree. We need to stop hiking like that. That's, that's what the problem is. We've seen a lot of recent troubles with people out trying to explore and enjoy the outdoors. People are are just straight up dying. Like uh, put a moratorium in the summer because it's, it's becoming a crematorium out there. Animals and humans. And also crematorium. When we talk about that, I think about like ice cream. That is not what that is. Boy, I bet you were surprised. I was very disappointed. Yeah, I'm like this is not tasty. We're going to visit grandma. Uh, Some uh, some good news today as well. No more surprise visits from IRS agents. I didn't really know that this was a thing, but I guess the IRS announced that it's ending the practice of performing unannounced visits to taxpayers to enhance the safety of taxpayers as well as the agents. Yeah, man, because you show up and you're like, give me give me money, and uh, the people who probably aren't paying taxes, you know what they have lots of guns. What is this yeah. Robin Hood where the guys are like coming to knock on your door to come and collect yeah, your send taxes? That, yeah, doesn't that feel like, email. Yeah, doesn't that feel like biblical times, you yeah. know? <laughs> Give uh, me your, bring out your dead. Same, same. Like, bring out your change. Bring out everything. It's just, I don't, I don't like that. Glad that that's going away. And I don't even feel like that practice was even instituted still. They, but like they, just, that just couldn't have been. That doesn't even feel real. It was pretty rare in this day and age, thankfully, but I guess they just want to like make it clear. Like If anyone shows up to your house pretending to be an IRS agent, they're not at I this thought point. they just hired 87,000 new agents. That's what we're going to be banging down my door. Now this? What am I supposed to believe? Well, well this, is this, this, is, this is actually okay, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to believe that. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So there's been a lot of people who have speculated uh, that the whole thing with this Carly Russell girl was fake. To take you back to the beginning, there was a girl who claimed that she saw a toddler walking around on the interstate, got out of her car, and said that she was kidnapped, had to fight for her life. It was this huge ordeal. How long was she gone for? It was, what, a couple of days? Two, three days. Yeah, okay. that she was so missing. So a weekend. Yeah, so basically it, a weekend. It was a weekend. Okay. Yeah. And there, you know, she had to fight for her life. Her parents were out here doing an interview with the Today Show. There was a bunch of people that were race baiting, saying it's not getting any press because of the color of her skin and this and that. And you're kind of like, well, let's just find out the facts here before we start well, jumping in. And then in the questions. thing that aggravated me the most was the guy who came out and said a lot of that crap. Claiming to be her brother yes. and wasn't even was not her, brother. her brother. But is, uh, on TikTok is what you're talking about. She is about, my Moni. sister in Christ. Oh, really? Yeah, that got a lot of play that on guy, TikTok. That guy needs yep. to get slapped. Yep. So there was a, weird, a press weird. conference that was done by the police department who was saying basically things don't, didn't add up right. Sure, now. because how could you be the only one? 
to see a baby walking on the interstate. Yeah, a baby. Yep, walking, walking. There would be some reports of that, I imagine, and there wasn't. So there was some things that weren't adding up. Well, now it has come out, and this is the statement from Carly Russell's attorney. My client has given me permission to make the following statement on her behalf: There was no kidnapping on Thursday, July thirteenth. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. Uh, My client apologizes for her actions. As for prayers for Carly, as prayers address her issues and attempts to move forward, asking for forgiveness. She's been been fired by her her job because she also stole a robe from the spa that she worked at, which here's the thing that also pisses me off. People are going to that spa's like Yelp and Google page and and review bombing it. She didn't own the place. Yeah, what are you doing? And it's like just because they hired her and she went crazy and decided to lie. So you're going to ruin this random person's business now. But what I'm curious about is so mental health aside or whatever we're going to play to this. Why? Like, what? Where was she? What so, was she doing? Well, the they, rumors they, was she was shacked up in a red roof inn, hooking up with somebody who was underage. That's so, what. The, so that's, that's what the, the internet was saying. Rumors. That's what the okay. internet was saying. Her attorney in the statement actually said that she was not in another hotel or uh-huh. with anyone else. So, okay, but I mean, you know, again, there's been sure. some lies here. Um, now her boyfriend, who's been, you know, had her back this entire time, not the guy she was alleged to be with. Correct. Her her actual boyfriend in real life, who's not underage. The, the rumor was this guy was leaving her and this kind of spun all of this that you know this created all of her crazy ass actions to try to get him back or get his attention or who knows what so he has come out now and put out a statement saying that her actions created hurt confusion dishonesty i was made aware of the false narrative after coming to the defense of my ex carly russell myself and my family's nature was to react in love and genuine concern we are disgusted from the outcome of this entire situation so he's also washing his hands of her and just like i'm out because this has been a ridiculous parade with a tremendous amount of resources and wasted trying to find this girl. Can we also just, like, say shame on the media? Because you guys are putting out the literal, like, glamour shots of this woman. Like, the, the photos of her in real life do not look like any of the photos of the ones that she's put out. Like, for real. These are, like, MySpace angles to the T. You're like, you want, you want to know why you couldn't find her? Because if you looked at her... That and you look like the same person. It's not the same person. Yeah. So, Wild, I'm glad that it's finally come to conclusion, though, and people can stop wasting time and money on this. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Can we do this? Can we all come together and sign a petition to make sure Home Depot keeps that 20-foot skeleton decoration around year-round because that thing rules? Message deleted. So as soon as they released them for this year, I had a couple of people on social media send them to me as if I'm the sort of douche that would buy one of those enormous skeletons and put it in my front yard. So you bought it, right? I bought two of them, yeah, so they could face each other and joust. <laughs> joust. I prefer the, like... Eight foot werewolf that they the had last year. Werewolf is pretty cool. Somebody in my neighborhood had one of those eight foot werewolves was, with the eyes. Was that the animatronic one where yeah. it kind of moves and stuff? Yeah. It was pretty. It's pretty cool. I mean, I think it was like seven or eight hundred dollars. Those things are not cheap, man. But it, I was like, that's cool as hell. It really was. Yeah. I don't really get it. So I don't get the appeal of having that giant lawn ornament if you do not have children. It's all about the kids, right? I mean, whether you have kids or people around you have kids, but one thing I've experienced is that my kids love Halloween as much, if not more, than like Christmas, not with the actual like pound for pound holiday for holiday. Sure. But like going around looking at decorations has become a thing for Halloween, just like it has been for years and for us growing up with Christmas where, you know, you'd have the neighborhood with the really good Christmas lights that you'd always want to go to with your family or, you know, there's one part of town, maybe it was a drive-through sort of thing at the zoo. Now Halloween is the same way with my kids where if there's somebody who has their house decorated in the neighborhood, like kids, my kids want to go on a walk every night. And it's nice that time of year where they want to go check out the decorations. So it's hard to say because, again, Christmas was always great at my house, but Halloween, like with with Christmas, Dave, because you, you have four kids who are all very active. How soon do they get tired with something you buy them, though? Like, oh, Pretty immediate, I would guess. Yeah. Whereas Halloween, no candy... Nobody, kids never get tired of Halloween candy. Isn't that wild? You put so much effort into the holidays and then your kids are just like, meh. 
Yeah. You'll, you'll love it for like two weeks. I will but say like candy is when, it, when it comes to the decorations. My kids don't get excited about decorating for Christmas, but every year they cannot wait until we bust out Scary Gary. That's your skeleton? He's a skeleton that has a pirate chip that he rides in. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to stick with the pirate themed, uh, you know, yeah. decorations? I think so. Okay. It's working for him right now. Please yeah. leave a message after the tone. Hey, you were talking the other day about how to keep your pool cooler. On the side of your pool is a thing called an aerator. You need to have that turned on at night when your pool is cleaning itself, and it'll bring that temperature down quite a bit. Makes it way more comfortable. Have a great day. Is that for wine? <laughs> yeah, I would use the aerator on my pool, except for I'm filtering wine at night with that thing. Gotcha. Uh, no, it's a. Uh, it was. It was yesterday. My daughter goes, "Hey, Daddy, can we go swimming?" And I said, "If the pool temperature is 92 degrees or lower, yes." What was the water temp? 94. I mean, that's hot, man. Hot, man. Do you that even is know hot. where to locate your aerator at, Dave? Because you're new to the pool game. I have no idea. Okay. No, I Are you going to go YouTube it? This is the first time I've ever heard of an aerator. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sure, I guess. Yeah, man. I mean, because I have nothing. I have no clue about pools. Not one single clue. So whenever he said guy. that, I didn't even know that that was a the thing. I didn't know there was such a thing called an aerator. Yeah. I mean, I've got a pool guy. He didn't tell me about no damn aerator. Text him. I should. Should. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, I was just listening to the show and I love it, number one. And talking about the expendable thing, I think if anyone gets a chance in any action movie, it should have been Vin Diesel. You know, 50 Cent rocks, so does Megan Fox, but give Vin Diesel a shot in that. Awesome action star. Thanks, guys. Message deleted. So we were talking about whether or not the Expendables has become the new Fast and Furious, right? Where they just keep adding more Is people. Is there a fourth one coming? There's a fourth one coming. With so. 50 Cent and Megan Fox. Those are the two new big add-ons. I mean, it's got the Statham and Stallone and yeah. Couture and Arnold Lundgren. and Randy. Ar- Arnold's not in that one, but yeah. Oh, Arnold's not going to be in it? No. Huh. I don't know why. But um, long story short, I mean, they just keep adding new people. But I don't know. Does Vin Diesel need like a, a shot? I feel like the whole Fast and Furious thing is kind of like his franchise, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do, you, do you give some of your your star power to somebody else? Because this is, The Expendables is Stallone's. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. his vehicle. Uh, I'm trying to think who else you could possibly, I mean, why don't we, I, I don't know what kind of shape Chuck Norris is in. Chuck Norris, you want to bring Where's him Chuck back? Norris at? Chuck yeah. Norris is not Dude, what you close your doing, eyes and envision he's anymore. He's doing great. I bet he's still wearing those jeans, can still kick you in the head. And also, let's just get fat Steven Seagal. Let's just get. Why fat are we going Steven older? Seagal. Why don't we go younger? There are no younger stars. I'm tired of the old. I'm tired of the old action stars. No, get but away, the Harrison Ford. But the Expendables Scram. is about Back older. It's it's a you know there it's an older pass group. Pass the torch, man. No. Or else you're just gonna be. Mm, I don't know. But what do you, you do? Gotta, just pass it to the Hemsworth brothers. Like they've who? got they've yeah. got Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Like this is Tom for, Holland. Tom Holland. Like they, they've got they've got Marvel money. Like he's Thor. He doesn't want to be in a movie with Dolph Lundgren. So those are just gonna yeah, die the, with them. The, I feel, yeah. and also I don't know if like young people are gonna. They don't know who any of these older actors are, which kind of you know it blows my mind that somebody might not know who Sylvester Stallone is or Dolph Lundgren. That that's they the, know their daughters. Yeah, sure, but they don't, you know. I mean, you think about how incestuous Hollywood is. Even, like, for us, knowing that, like, Sean Astin is Patty Duke, Patty Duke's son, you know, who was Hollywood royalty. Patty Duke was... Let me get the Googles out. Hang on. Patty Duke. Oh, boy. She had a a show. It was was huge. She was was very big in the 50s and 60s. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Patty Duke, American actress. Never seen her a day in my life. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Oh, Audrey's got the show cheating guilt, but not even show cheating. I don't think that what you're doing is wrong at all. So let me give you kind of the setup here as to why Audrey is feeling this Feeling this a type of way. way. Yeah, because you're, you're feeling guilty, and I don't think you should. Okay, thank you. Okay. So her boyfriend, <laughs> he uh, he does a thing every year with his buddies where yep. they go, what, fishing in the Bahamas? Yeah, they go, uh, they go to the Bahamas. Yeah. And so how long is this trip normally? It's usually just a week. A week. So yeah. he's doing that right now, and because you would normally be, like, watching shows together— you know, you can't just sit around and do absolutely nothing. Staring at the walls. And so you've decided that you're going to watch some shows. 
but you're feeling guilty because you feel like he would like them? So, are your wives or are you like this? Because I have this immense guilt where it's like, I don't eat dinner until like I know if my partner is hungry or not. So I'm also like that with shows, like because like I also feel like if I'm gonna pick up food, I'm gonna be like, "Are you hungry as well?" Does it make sense? Sure. I'm- so like with like with with shows, I'm like, as I'm watching it, or if I if I watch a trailer for something, and I'm like, "Oh, I think that he would really enjoy that." I almost want to put pause because I know that he would enjoy it, and I would want to do that with him. Yeah. So I'm like, "Oh man," and I like you said, Dave. Like I just couldn't wait because they, like what else am I supposed to do? So I'm watching. All of these shows, I've watched Hijack, I'm watching Crowded Room, um, Silo is up next because I'm almost done with Crowded Room. So I'm just cruising through these shows and I have major show cheat guilt. So some of those shows that you mentioned are some of my favorite shows from this past year. So I get why like those are good shows. You, you would want to share them together. But the way that it works for like the wife and I, if she starts watching something without me or vice versa, it's very hard to get synced back up. I don't think it's ever happened once for us to actually get synced back for anything. Either if I started something or she starts something, like we're just we 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 now live in separate worlds. Well, especially if you're multiple episodes in, like neither one of you wants to sit there and watch these same episodes that you've already seen through like, four or but five. But you want episodes. them to catch up. There's there's a, there's a new series that I'm watching on Amazon that's not a new series, but it's new for me. I'm watching The Expanse, okay. which is phenomenal, by the way, and there's a lot of episodes. I mean, just I'm talking like the Expanse. The Expanse. It's a okay. space. It's kind of spacey, uh, you that's know, kind of, but it has some silo vibes okay. to it as well. But uh, you know, it's it's very good. There's six seasons. I finished the first season, and I was like, man, that was really good. And I tell my wife, I'm like, you should catch up. Like, I'll stop. But you got to watch 10 episodes. <laughs> 10? You're 10, 10 in? Uh, I, yeah. I watched the whole first season, you know? And she got to a point where she's just, she's not going to watch it. So I'm. This so, is a lot less egregious, though, than show cheating. We know what that's all about, right? Where you guys are watching a show together right. and then you're not with that person and then. You watch an episode because you want to get that that hit oh, on what that next episode. I'm is. right there right now, man. But like, you've done that before, where you've pretended you've like rewatched yeah. episodes and not told her that you've already cheated. There on. has, yeah. uh, you know what? <laughs> I ain't proud, but you know what? I, I couldn't wait. Yeah. I had to finish. She fell asleep. I'm, I'm keeping. I'm keeping on going. Oh, she fell asleep. That's different. Yeah, I, I can't remember the last series we did that with, but. Um, you know, these things happen. I don't. I don't think you should feel bad though. What you're doing is totally normal. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I've never, I've never done this before, so I feel so bad. If but it, I don't have HBO or the Max thing anymore, so I can't watch Harry Potter on loop. And so I'm like, oh gosh, no, I gotta actually like watch things. That's, pr- that's, that's probably good for you. Audrey. You're, you're, you're expanding your horizons. Yeah. Ah, anxiety. This is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Maya is joining us for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Mahoney has got this smug look on his face that I just want you to wipe off by wiping the floor with him today, Maya. Tell us about your level of education. How far did you get in school? Um, well, I graduated ASU with a liberal arts degree, so not very much. Well, you got a degree, though, so that's better than Mahoney. <laughs> All right, so Mahoney is Shout going to the arts. You want to say anything, Mahoney, before you head out? Uh, I think I Maya beat her. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that good. was terrible. I hope you lose just because of that. All right, so you guys are going to be asked the uh, the same questions today. There's a total of six, so you do have a pass. Mahoney is leaving the studio right now, heading to a soundproof space where he is not able to hear the correct answers. Here's the first one: You do have a pass skin. Use it whenever you want. I would just encourage you to use it sooner rather than later. What is the term okay. for a group of fish? A school. A school is correct. Good job. Well done. Woo. Question number two. Uh, what was the last and 50th state to join the United States? Well, it should have been Puerto Rico, but I think it's Hawaii. That is correct. Yep. Wow. It's just, it's a lot of flags to change, you know, the <laughs> stars. We already kind of got them all up. All right, here we go. <laughs> Question number three. Which company owns Bugatti, Lamborghini, Audi, Porsche, and Ducati? There's a company that owns that. And I'll give you a multiple choice here. It's either A, Toyota, B, Volkswagen, or C, Chevrolet. Oh, man. Can can I get some help on this one? Well, there's not a lifeline, but there is a pass. You can pass on this one if you want. It was 
Bugatti, Lamborghini, Audi, Porsche, and Ducati. Those all sound pretty oh, uh, foreign. I'm not good with cars. <laughs> okay, no worries. That's what the pass is for. Uh, Audrey, you're going down the right path there. It's it's Volkswagen? Yeah. Yeah, because they're all... Uh, Audi is a German-made car, and mm-hmm. that's just where my brain went. So. Yeah. All right, so uh, pass is burnt. We got three more to go, but you get two full points. So you're doing great. Here we go on to question number four. What did the crocodile swallow in the animated movie Peter Pan? Just envisioning oh, the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Oh man, come on! <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh shoot, um, Tinkerbell? <laughs> nah, Tinkerbell's not right. Uh, <laughs> it was an alarm clock, an alarm clock. So you'd hear him ticking when he was coming. All right, here we go. On to uh, question number five. What language has the most amount of words? Which language? Ooh, I'm gonna go with Mandarin. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not. It's, believe it or not, it's English because we're cool. really we smart. We have a lot of slang. Yeah, <laughs> we do have a lot of slang. There's new words that have come up with every day. Uh, final question. You got two correct. In which video game did Super Mario first appear? Um, oh, it's the Nintendo 64. Um, oh, man. I'm just going to go with this. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um... I'm just going to go with Super Mario Bros. That's a good guess, but it's wrong. Donkey Kong is the correct answer there. Some tough questions today. Some tough questions. All right, Mahoney is going to uh, re-enter the room, and we'll see how this goes. Did they teach you that in the movie? Not really. Oh, you don't no. ever know the origin of it? No, huh. I, I I did not know the correct answer to that. That was that was one that would have stumped me. All right, here we go, Mahoney. Question number one, what is the term for a group of fish? A school. Yep. On the board with one. Question number two, what was the last and 50th state to join the United States? You do have a pass. If you no, I know. I think it's, uh, I'm just, it's, it's, it's Alaska or Hawaii. I just don't know. I'm trying to think which one it is. I should know. I'm going to pass. All right. Uh, Hawaii. So you're barking up the right tree. I but mean, I know. Yep. Yeah. Pass is burnt. All right. Here we go on to question number three. Which company owns Bugatti, Lamborghini, Audi, Porsche, and Ducati? Is it A, Toyota, B, Volkswagen, or C, Chevrolet? That would be Volkswagen. That is correct. You've got two right. Pass is burnt. Three more to go. What did the crocodile swallow in the animated movie Peter Pan? Clock. A clock is correct. An alarm clock, specifically. But it wasn't an alarm clock. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. It was just a clock. It was just a clock. It, it was? It was just a ticking. Tick, 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 tick. It wasn't an alarm. It wasn't like one of those things from the 80s that, wah, you know, or, yeah, that, that, that <laughs> like are those, still working. Like the ones with the little bells on the side. You remember in the movie Hook when they were smashing all the alarm clocks? Oh, well, Hook is different than the original Peter Pan. Okay. Yeah, it was just a clock. All right. Uh, question number five, which language has the most amount of words? Which language has the most amount of words? Probably Mandarin. That's what she guessed too. <laughs> Incorrect. English actually has the eh, most amount. Get out of here. Because we have so much slang. <laughs> Man, I bet they got a lot of slang in Mandarin. Uh, final question. Yeah, three correct. In which video game did Super Mario first appear? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is correct. That means uh-huh. he got four correct. And Maya, I'm sorry, you uh, you only got two. Was she nice at least? Yeah, she was nice. <laughs> I feel like you should just give them to her. You what are, the, are are these uh, some pretty good tickets? <laughs> I just she seemed nice. She laughed at my joke I, at the beginning. Nice. So <laughs> she laughed at your joke at the very beginning. Yep. <laughs> all right, that's, that's all. Thanks for me. Fine. Fine. There you go. Yeah. Ah, all right. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, I know that you are a big fan of House of Dragon, as am I, and George R.R. Martin has come out with an update on House of Dragon Season 2. Shut up, George R.R. Martin. And said it's, quote, half done. So he he gave an update on the HBO series and the blog post because, obviously, the strikes that are going on right now, everyone's like, hey, man, like, is this going to mess up this series as well and in short yes probably everything's getting messed yeah. up like we're gonna we're like 2024 is gonna be a wasteland of 
TV shows. 2024 is going to suck. Is George R.R. Martin one of the most brilliantly lazy writers of history? Like, I don't I mean, think he's lazy. I, I think he's written himself into a corner where he does not know how to finish a series, so he's just never going to do it. He's just going to die. We've been waiting... If you were a if you were a Game of Thrones original fan talking about the book series, we've been waiting for the uh, the Winds of Winter. I think for thirteen years now, twelve or thirteen years, it's something obscene. It just at this seems point. like so. You're saying that he's written himself into a corner, though. I, he doesn't know how to feed. He doesn't know he's he's, he's got too much. There's he, there's no way he could coherently wrap it all up and have it be a masterpiece. So I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Just the... Just get him some Adderall then. Put him in a room. The release date for the focus. first episode of Game of Thrones was all the way back in 2011. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 2011. And that's like right when the, the, the previous book came out. What is it? A Feast for Crows? Yeah. So and this is what we say whenever we're going... Years. Whenever you are going to start a season, one of the favorite things about a lot of the seasons that end with six... Is that they have an out? <laughs> Maybe just start with your out. It's like one of the first things they teach you in like English one hundred and one. Know where you're going. Know where you're going. Well, and also like Audrey, you're kind of you. You believe in this. You don't like to start series, be it books and or TV shows, unless they're kind of done. Yep. Which I, I mean, I think there's nobody who's more egregious than George R. R. Martin. And again, House House of Dragons did redeem itself. From the end of Game of Thrones. It really yeah. did. Like, and I think getting rid of D&D, the guys who were producing Game of Thrones, because they thought they were going to be the next big thing in Hollywood, taking over Star Wars, everything else. Uh, and luckily, uh, everybody decided that, uh, hey, screw these dudes, and we're not going to do that. Uh, but, I mean, George R.R. R. Martin has been putting out lots of material, just not the core, you know, uh, a song of... Fire and ice. Anyway. So when is it going to be done? We have no idea. Uh, he was talking about the strike, said this is the most important strike of my lifetime, and he had a bad feeling that this strike is going to be long and bitter. So good luck to us <laughs> as content consumers. Uh, you guys know who Tori Kelly is? Yep. The singer? Yes, uh, So very talented. I didn't know a lot about Tori Kelly until uh, my kids got into the movie Sing. She's the elephant in the, in the movie is. Sing. Uh, she, was really, found on t- she was found on Vine. Oh, really? Yep. That's, she's one of the original Vine gals. She's one huh? of the original Vine girls. So she is currently hospitalized. Really scary situation. Um, getting treatment for blood clots around her vital organs. So she was in, at a dinner in downtown L.A. on Sunday night when all of a sudden she said her heart started beating really fast and she just passed out and was passed out for a while. Uh, she's getting care in the ICU. They discovered the clots in her legs and her lungs and working to determine if there's any clots around her heart. But she's been in and out of consciousness during this hospitalization. So, again, really scary stuff for uh, for Tori Kelly. But Hoping the best for her. Which is really devastating because she has new music and like a brand new EP that's supposed to be coming out within like days. I think oh. actually like this week. Oh. So that really sucks. Like it's supposed to be this monumental moment and then she's in the hospital. I feel so bad. Yeah, so much hard work. Uh, and finally, Mahoney, I know that you're a fan of the, the show The Boys on Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Uh, there is going to be a spinoff called Gen V um, that's also going to be on Amazon Prime. I just saw, so there's another, there's a cartoon series, there's a cartoon version, there's the Invincible series, and I just saw there's another spinoff of Invincible. If you haven't gotten into the boys, Audrey, you know, it's something you may like. You know, I, it's a little, it's a little violent. Okay. So that, you know, I think. It's high action, so it'll keep me off my phone? uh, I don't know if it's super high action, but there's, there's some intense violence. Well, you know what? I, I got rid of Max and. You did. Which means that I. Don't have Harry Potter at the moment. Okay. Oh which means I'm watching stuff. <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw on the boys. And what's what's this one called again, Dave? Uh, it's called Gen V. Gen okay. V. Okay. Spin off of the we'll boys. See. And basically all of the stars of the boys show are going to be making guest appearances in it. So it's going to be pretty like a true spin off. Sure. Or it's not just like a single character yeah. in a whole new universe. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I've been taking a lot, a lot uh, verbal abuse from my coworkers, and I don't appreciate it, you guys. Um, I'm curious if I am in the wrong here, and you can call us anytime or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave us a message there. Um, but Mahoney, would you care to share with the class what you're planning for uh, for after the show today? I what bought you us planned for like two months ago. I two think. months ago, mm-hmm. when we f- when they first announced that tickets were going on sale for the 70 millimeter film version of Oppenheimer. The way that Christopher Nolan, the director of this film, is going wants it to be uh, seen. He said that this is the perfect way for it to be seen. 70 millimeter IMAX film. I bought us 
like two months ago, the best seats in the place. It has since sold out. Mm-hmm. And Audrey, myself, Chris, and I thought you, we were all going to go after the show and watch this movie because we've been talking about it for months. I didn't know about this. You, I heard you made a comment about wanting to go see it. You didn't tell me that you purchased I tickets. Told, <laughs> not, I told everybody in the studio yes, and our chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. It's just not true. And you know what's interesting is that multiple times he has brought this up. Like and he announced that he bought tickets, and then he would be like, "Hey, reminder, we're going to go see Oppenheim." Two weeks, yeah, reminder, one week, and reminding. That's yes. just not true. That is a hundred percent of this true. So true. Let me here. Here's here's the <laughs> crux of my argument: is that you told me that I should know about this because it's quote on the calendar. It is on the calendar. So no, it's on your calendar. Well, we just put it in our calendars because it's been talked about so much okay. that we were now given the time so, and day. So we just put it in if our you calendars. Are organizing a group activity. And it's official because you talk about a lot of things, mm-hmm. and then they never happen. What do I talk about that doesn't happen? Well, you talked about going to the baseball games the last two weeks, yeah, so happened. there was uh, that. I did go to one of them, and then I got stuck traveling, so I can't go, couldn't go. Point is, you make big plans well, a lot also, of times, and then don't follow through. Well, he and also so told us in studio when he purchased the tickets. Point is, you're, not very, you're not very organized with a lot of things. Oh, I had this organized. Well, you say that you had it organized, but you said, we, I have it on my calendar. Well, normally, the way that being an adult works uh-huh. is if you're, <laughs> the, if you're the one that is going to organize an event, you would invite people. I did. On the calendar invite. I even told our boss, David, that we weren't going to be you, able to... Well, you, didn't, you didn't invite people through the calendar. You were just telling people that you were planning on going to a movie. In fact, Chris said, oh, what theater is it at? Because you have no idea where it is. No, we didn't know the well, theater. Okay. All right, I'm going to play devil's it's advocate. like three miles from the radio station. I get it. I understand. He didn't know where it was. In fact, today during the well, show, you've been figuring out what time the movie is actually going to be happening. No, we knew what time it was, uh-huh. but we had to figure out whether or not there were previews mm-hmm. before it, which there are not because this is a film like i mean like most of the most of the, most of the movies you see in theaters right now are aren't film it's all digital and so you have that but this one specifically from what i was told and apparently they sent out an email as well there will be no previews or commercials mm-hmm. beforehand because it's Specifically on so film. So why it are you so? The, he got you a ticket. Why are you so upset? The plan Just come is with still, us. Yeah, I can't. I've got other stuff that I've planned because all of this willy kids nilly. are in school you're, now. You're still you, figuring you know, it out. Your kids today. are in because school. You, you can't blame the kids. Listen for two months. All right. So here's the thing. He he's been talking about this, but I will admit. Never once was the date thrown out because I I knew no, the that, date was thrown. I knew no, we were going to Oppenheimer. No, it wasn't. I knew that we were going to Oppenheimer. I didn't know when it was opening. And every week I was like, huh, I wonder if that movie's coming out, if this is the day that I need to go to the movie. And when it opened up last weekend, I'm like, oh, I would love to see this. But no, I knew Mahoney bought tickets, but I did not Two. know the day. And You're just, don't you this grade is a, on our parade because the, you have a Zoom. I hope the movie sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I it's like that. 99% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. You 94%. have been I, I invited I for two months. I don't want to go. You've been invited for two whole months. And Chris, the reason why you didn't know the day is because you like are working and doing other stuff. And Mahoney has absolutely told us the date. Working and doing other stuff, Chris is gets a pass. He's our producer. You are in the same room with us in the I chat do work a on Twitch.tv slash David Mahoney. You were literally reading comments and like you know what nope. was going on. Nope. You just chose to ignore Ma- it. Mahoney does not organize things well. That's not his forte. Dude, I could and here's the thing, what? Dave. Like so, had I had time, like I could have turned around and made a pretty profit. Now we're losing money as the show. We're costing the show money. <laughs> what, you're putting this on the this on the show credit card? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, everyone. If we don't pay our taxes, they can't arrest us all. I'm just saying. Message deleted. Man, they arrested Wesley Snipes. Dude, they took down Passenger 57. Blade. I don't know. I can't think of any of His character <laughs> from White Men Can't Jump. Uh, Demolition Man? Demoli- yeah. He's great in Demolition Man. I wish I could remember what his name was in Demolition Man. Dude, I had such, such a crush fun. on Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Yeah. I me mean, who? Peak <laughs> Stallone. <laughs> Man, Sandra all, Bullock was all, so hot in that. All I wanted was. Futuristic Taco Bells. Yeah. That was like my takeaway from that. I was like, man, Taco Bells of the future are going to be lit. 
You don't think about how awful, like, the, having to live underground because the apocalypse is hit and, you know, there's only few that are in charge and they regulate everything that you do. You didn't notice any of that stuff. It was like future Taco Bell. Fancy. Are you looking it up right now? Simon Phoenix. Simon Phoenix, that's right. It was Wesley Snipes' character. Yeah, for uh, the man who likes the cereal. Try mixing your Captain Crunch with a cinnamon toast crunch. You'll have a hell of a taste. And Audrey, if uh, your fake eyelashes, if you know the origin of them, bless your heart. If you don't, I recommend you look them up. Thanks. Have a good day. Message deleted. Was that voicemail about breakfast cereal and eyelashes? What is that? That's are, are like eyelashes like blood diamonds? We don't care. You know <laughs> the guy from Men in Black who gets like operated by the bug? <laughs> yes. Men in Black 2, right? One. Is it that guy? I thought the one with the with the loose skin. Yeah, that's Men in Black 1, man. And sure. that guy is very, that sounds just like him. Yeah, uh, your fake eyelashes. If you know the origin of them, bless your heart. If you don't, I recommend you look Why does up. this gentleman know so much about fake eyelashes? I don't know. What do you need to tell us, bro? Are What's, you wearing fake eyelashes while you're having your cinnamon toast crunch every morning? I mean, it's so it's cryptic. What like what happened? Like what I don't do you know. Need? I, I wish I knew. Uh I will say uh I can get behind the cinnamon toast crunch and Captain Crunch, but I would add a caveat. Captain Crunch with crunch berries. If you were the kind, I don't even. You're do, Captain Crunch. Do they with crunch even berries make, I don't in even, cinnamon toast crunch? I don't even think they make just unadulterated Captain Crunch anymore. Yeah, no, I don't uh, think so either. I think that that's the person, uh, you, like, like the Captain Crunch, the captain himself has Horatio. Set yeah, he's gone. His name was Horatio, isn't it? It was Horatio. His name is Horatio. Yeah. Oh. Like Never Horatio P. Crunch. P. What's the P for? Don't ask. Don't ask those questions. He's not, he's they get lonely at sea. He's a captain for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I love you guys' show, and I know I've called way too much, but um, I've got too much time on my hands. I need to find a job. But the show named David Mahoney, Mahoney sounds like Mahorny. So, like, David Mahorny, doesn't it kind of have that ring to it? Well, just a thought. i got to get a job. i got to get a job. But you guys are awesome. I love your show, and have a good day, David Mahorny. Bye. Message deleted. Not the first time I've been called that. That's uh, that's that's oh. what I say to my wife when I want to make another baby. I'm like, Dave is Mahorny. <laughs> and then she divorces you <laughs> yeah. and takes the kids. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you made a reference to it earlier that 2024 is probably going to be just a wasteland when it comes to you know, the strike and uh-huh. all the content that's out there um, that's not being produced currently. So, you know, that's one of the things that I, fe- I feel like we fail to really appreciate as consumers is like when the strike starts, we don't see it immediately. We're like, oh, all these people are mad and they're out here picketing and they're not working and this and that. But it doesn't affect the release dates of any of the shows that we're currently watching because there's obviously a backlog of that stuff. Yep. But you run into an absolute wall whenever... Uh, you know, you get to the next calendar year and all of the stuff that was supposed to be being produced now isn't in the pipeline and ready to go. And that's kind of what led to one of the explosions of reality TV. Yep. Yeah, we were seeing CBS doing, I think, three, maybe even four seasons of Big Brother every single year because it was that's wild. one of the few shows Survivor. that you have to write. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know. The Amazing Race. You've, so, you've, you've seen a lot of that come along yep. and it never really went away. And I mean, some of those shows, the ones we just mentioned, Still, are actually very yeah, well lasted produced. 20 plus years now at this point but we haven't seen you know we've seen a writer strike in our lifetime before but we have not seen in yours and my lifetime we have never seen a uh, a combined actors and writers strike because yep. it's one thing because you can still usually produce stuff something you'll get like a you know you, you you'll find a lot of those uh like ad-lib groups or you know the improv groups can still do things without writers and you'll yeah. still have actors and you'll still see some sort of programming but now with no actors no writers and we're going into like what month two of the writers and over a month now for the actors yeah. I mean you're seeing some of the biggest faces of the acting world pairing up with some of the most brilliant minded writers out there and it's almost like jaw dropping to see people come together in t- that type of way like you said Mahoney like I have never seen anything like this and for everybody to come together to say, hey, for the streaming platforms, we deserve more money. I remember seeing something that was 
Mandy Moore saying that she got a dollar residual no, check for penny. this is a penny residual check for her show, which was massive. This is us. Was she a, was she like a main star of that? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Absolutely. A penny she was. check. A penny. Her for this is us. That's unbelievable. So, long story short, I mean, it seems like they are pretty far apart on finding any sort of compromise here because the streaming thing, to your point, Audrey, is just nowhere near where it needs to be. No, if people who are in those seats of power, all they do is rake in money off of even celebrities who you wouldn't even think. Yep. Like, Jack Black is out there. Like, what do you mean? Like, Jack Black, you're not making it up? Like, you, you see what I mean? Like, it's No, just, Jack Black makes plenty of money, but he's standing in solidarity. Right? with. Yeah, he's one of the, few, he's one of the to- few A-listers who are actually out there. But if you were to see Jack Black in a Netflix film, I wonder if, because it's Jack Black, if he would also be out there trying to get money for the residuals of a film. I think that a lot of these these new streaming platforms are creating a spot where it's putting actors who have been big names for a very long time in sticky situations. Absolutely. But... You know, Mahoney's saying that, you know, Jack Black's out there supporting the people that don't really have that luxury yep. of just doing what they want when they want. And that's what it's about. It's about the smaller actors, the, you know, not the, the A-list actors will always be fine. But this is this is how petty it's getting. And this is why I even brought it up to begin with is because I don't know if this is true. This is speculation right now. Um, but outside of Universal Studios, something kind of strange happened. Uh, there was a whole bunch of trees that kind of lined this sidewalk outside of the studio where they've been protesting. And they... They cut all the trees and like they trim them to the point where there's no yeah they leaves basically on them to- they call it topping yeah and they basically topped all of those trees in which you are not supposed to do that they're saying in that they the did summer it because it, that's where the protesters they just are killed picketing. the trees so they just killed the shades so, so they're anti environment as well they're even more uncomfortable awesome. yeah I mean awesome. I like that level of petty though it's, it is I mean I'm not petty. even mad yeah, at it I'm like petty. yeah yeah I get it I mean like screw you screw screw the uh, screw the 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 owners of those media companies but I mean. That is funny. But they're just sitting there. You know they're just sitting there with their binoculars, just like <laughs> in their yes. suits and binoculars, watching them down Watch there and be like, hook. cut the trees. Yeah, yeah. LA, cut the tree. <laughs> Hollywood so in, you know, July. Yeah. It's in like or August. It's miserable. Yeah. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover, cover your, your Ears. A Dave and Mahoney. Carol is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you doing today, Carol? I'm doing all right. How about you? Excellent. Have you heard this game on the radio before? Yes, every day. Excellent. And sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. Okay, well, good luck to you. I know, like, playing along is one thing, but when you're on the spot, it can be even harder. So let's see how you do today. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these songs. You know, we have some that are pretty popular. You know, they got a couple thousand views online. This first one, though, it's got four views. Four? So four. A total okay. of four. So <laughs> let's have a listen. 30 seconds. Good luck. Please tell me who I am And now, watch what you say Oh, they'll be calling you a radical A liberal, oh, fanatical criminal Boy, that is uh, not that easy. Uh, Carol, do you know that one? You got a couple of lifelines here if you need it. I think it's the logical song by Supertramp. It is. Wow. Yes. Oh, yeah, Carol. Dude, wow. I'm glad you got that. I it's was the cadence. lost. Yeah. The cadence right there. Yeah. How do you not know the cadence? Wow. That's because I was lost. <laughs> yeah, that was a unique version of that. <laughs> it was. Um, okay, this next one, a little fewer views. It's got 83 views on this bad boy. Here we go. His name is Johnny, and he is really getting into that one again. 83, now 84 views. Carol, do you know it? Is that Hot Blooded by Foreigner? You're crushing it, Carol. You're crushing this game. Okay. Uh, right on. You can win it right here if you get a full point. Again, Lifeline still intact. 75 views on this one. And again, you can win it if you get this correct. And I know, baby, just how you feel. You got to run. And get to what's real 
Surprised it's only got 75 views. Yeah. Like, if that was a lounge act, I would be there. Okay. (laughs) Carol, for the win, can you bring it home right here? I know it's Van Halen. Um, Is it Jump? Yeah. Yeah, you crushed it. Awesome. Flawless performance, Carol. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I've never heard of such a thing, but I guess this is a growing trend. And specifically overseas in China is where it is becoming more prevalent because I didn't know this about the Chinese economy. They've been talking about, you know, how there's a serious recession that's going on. Of course, the Chinese government would never admit that sort of thing. But they're saying that unemployment right now, jobless rates amongst people that are 16 to 24 years old in China is it at 21.3%. That's obscene. Yeah. I mean, when you think about what it is here in America, and we're at our all time, like, even though we know that, like, things aren't exactly right, our our job numbers and employment's at an all-time high. Well, yeah. Also, guys, they were keeping people inside not that long ago for COVID. You're exactly right. I mean, right, just yeah. like seven, six months ago. So that's what happened, I guess. One, of, This girl had a, a small business that she was running and because the pandemic went on for so long in China where they would, you know, lock you up mandatory you left lockdown. the house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you had to be in your home. Her, her company just ended up folding and going away, which a lot of businesses unfortunately did during that time. Uh, but now she has, and this is the trend that's growing, been hired for a new job that pays her about $1,115 a month, which I don't know how far that goes in China, but I guess that's about the average salary in China for somebody that's her age. Okay. But she has been hired by her parents. Okay. Guys, okay, so that's and, and, hired to do what? Because like maybe they own a company or whatever, and sure. so she works for the family business. That's totally normal. No, uh, she has just been hired to be a, quote, full-time daughter. And th- that's the hashtag that's trending right now is full-time daughter, Hashtag full-time son, because these parents are hiring their kids. To be caretakers? No, to just, like, hang out with them, do some housework, and be available whenever they want. So they're oh, just... so they're basically just assistants. So, yeah. They're, they're just paying for your kids. To, you're taking care of your kids. Yes. But they're... But they're calling that a job? They're calling it a job, which is what's really interesting. Yeah, that's so that's creative. Getting, well, I mean, uh, I mean, if you are hiring your kid, that's probably so that you get what? Like some sort of experience or like a resume. But like, I don't know what the purpose of this would be. Do you put them on payroll? Like, I mean, do you go through the process of paying payroll taxes and giving them a check every two weeks? And- yeah, man. Yeah, I got I to gotta count that. <laughs> I got to get some tax benefits from this. Yeah, it's just it's interesting to see that this is like a growing trend now. And because, you know, all the multi-generational living is becoming much more pre- prevalent now. Can I be well, a professional kid? Thing in China anyways. Can I be a professional kid for some just rich folk? Like you just want to be like an adopted child? Yeah, like I'm like, we don't even have like, you know, I don't have to be related to you, but you could just pay me. I could be Bezos's boat boy. Sure. Yeah, just hang out and just, you know, whatever you need. So. It has to be more than just like hanging out. You think? Yeah, dude, I do. <laughs> this this makes it sound like it's just hanging out, <laughs> doing a little bit of housework here and there, which is kind of just the bare minimum. These are going to be the, the wor- culture of China is not just like hanging out. Well, no, you're it's thinking- not like Americans. Yeah, well, or just like, hey, can you just like you've been away from me for so long? You're out of the house at 17. Do you care just like to come back and hang out? Like, no, I, I just don't. First, I just don't see it being like that. Maybe. She's nice. got her little Starbucks in her hand. She looks real well, happy. Better just go. Well, good yeah. for I mean, but yeah. Starbucks also, so you can like do work and get Starbucks. <laughs> like- this is David Mahoney. When it comes to weird eating habits, uh, my son has a couple of them. Our good friend Matt, he has this thing where he sits down at dinner and everything on the plate gets eaten one at a time. Like, and it can't touch. It can't touch. Like he actually like separates them. Yeah, I mean that I had a similar method when I was a little child mm-hmm. of that. I didn't like my food to touch. The only thing I liked touching was my corn and my mashed potatoes. Ooh, I, like, good I like making that uh, that beautiful concoction. Mm-hmm. Chunky gravy. But mm-hmm. your son doesn't like onions but loves onion rings. I think it's the fried because I was the same way as a little kid. Like I would eat the hell out of onion rings. But if that onion slid out by itself, there's no way in hell I would have eaten it at that point in time. Greg is joining us this morning. What's up, Greg? How you doing, man? Hey, I got a family member that can't stand onions, but claims that it makes them feel like they get food poisoning if they eat them. The trouble is, is no one has the heart to tell her, onions are in everything. Pretty much. In the marinades, in your meats. 
You know what I'm saying? You just slide them in there. You just make sure not to tell them. I've got a family member who is that way with garlic. garlic. They say they hate garlic. But if we put garlic yeah, in something... And they eat it. They're like, "This is great." But if we tell them there's garlic in there, they're like, "Oh!" <laughs> but you slide it's it in there like a like creepy dog of some medicine, and they they don't know any better. Greg, listen to this one though. So Mahoney has got this weird thing where he violently despises tomatoes, but then he'll just house an entire jar of salsa, which is tomatoes. you know chopped up tomatoes. I love salsa. Love salsa, but it's a texture yeah. thing for me. It's not a flavor thing. It's a it's a it's a texture mm. thing for me, and the texture yeah. of just like flat out tomatoes. Gross. See, not me, man. give me heartburn. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take a whole slice of a tomato. Just you put that little cheese on top and just eat the whole thing. Just, well, one of my favorite mm-hmm. foods, pizza. I mean, the, the key ingredient in pizza, tomato sauce. But I'm with him. Yeah, that tomato sauce does give you that heartburn. Uh, Shanti said, apples are disgusting to me, but apple juice is life. Ooh, or apple pie. Listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dan joining us this morning. What's up, Dan? How you doing, man? Uh, real good. I I uh, can't stand cucumbers, but I love pickles. I can literally tell on a piece of lettuce in a salad that a cucumber has touched it. That's how much I can't stand the taste of them. So, so a, a cucumber will ruin a whole sandwich for you if it's on there, even if they take it off. Oh, I, I well, I can taste that it. it's been there. I mean, I'll. I'll go ahead and eat it, but I just don't like the taste of it at all. Have you ever pickles, tried? Man, I could down a, I could down a whole jar. Oh yeah, oh. same. Just like full dills. Just, I, they they feel like different things. I mean, yeah. like that. Like you're like, really? That's a cucumber. This is a. It feels like a whole as different species of food. Species. <laughs> <laughs> but let me suggest this because many years ago, Dave and I wandered into a bar while we were in Chicago and discovered cucumber vodka. And cucumber vodka with club soda is the most dangerous drink on the planet because it is super refreshing. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a no. Not going to be trying the. Okay. Well. Uh, all right. <laughs> maybe felt, treat yourself like to a spa day with some cucumber vodka, but guess not. Okay. Fair Lauren enough. on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, uh, the no onions on my burger or patty melts, but a side of onions is great. I would agree with that. This is interesting, though. She said, when I order clam chowder soup, I only eat the broth because I hate clams. How did you start eating clam chowder soup if you hate clams? I'm not because a huge fan of clams paste. either, but I'll eat them. But like clam chowder feels like a whole ass again. It just tastes like potato soup. Yeah, it's just cream. It's yes. just it's just same thing with all of that. You're just <laughs> dunking everything in heavy whipping cream. Add heavy whipping cream to literally. Actually, here's the thing. We were talking about how lettuce makes me throw up. Close cousin to lettuce is spinach. I can eat spinach artichoke dip because it's covered in cheese mm. and it's got, you know, yeah, a ton of heavy easy. whipping cream in there. So, uh, Dave, your son, I don't know, too, this might be a thing because my baby cousin came in to visit not too long ago and she loves onions but only eats them raw. She cannot do cooked onions. Really? Huh, so huh. I wonder if that's maybe like something with your son. Texture. Um, a texture thing or because, I mean, obviously, if you eat a onion ring, that's a cooked onion. And anything fried is just infinitely better. I mean, like, yeah, for real. Right. This one from Nicholas said, I don't like chocolate-based foods, any of them, like brownies, chocolate cake, or chocolate ice cream, but I will eat the hell out of a chocolate bar, which is quite strange. Really? Well, but that's, uh, I feel like that is different. A chocolate bar to brownies? Well, because you have different stuff mixed in, Yeah, you know? I don't know. Uh, this one uh, from, from Pam said, I hate sliced avocados, but love guacamole. There's a big difference, man. Like, my wife eats three avocados a day. Good for her. Which I'm going broke on avocados. I bet, man. Uh, but the sliced version, way inferior than just smushed up. Yeah, because you've got onions and sometimes you... Salt, wait, you guys put all kinds of stuff in your guacamole, garlic, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah the, like the, mine's like the whitest guacamole on the... Like, I don't, <laughs> put ma- I don't put mayo in my guac, but, you know, there's garlic, there's a billion jalapenos... Onions, tomatoes, all of it. I'll eat tomatoes in there. That's bomb. Barry called himself double weird. He said, I don't like onions or sour cream, but I love sour cream and onion potato chips. Well, because that's fake. That's like saying that you like... Jolly, grape Jolly Ranchers, but hate grapes. Like they, those two things don't that, taste. Grape the same. Jolly Ranchers don't taste like grape. They taste like purple. They taste like purple. That's purple. That is That's purple. a purple. That that tastes purple. Same with blue. Same with blue. Yep. Blue raspberries don't taste like that. They're the blue raspberry blow pop. That is blue. blue. That is blue. Is this weird or not? Uh, Evan said, I don't put Pop-Tarts into the toaster ever. I just eat them straight out of the wrapper. They're still good straight out of the wrapper. Uh, 
Uh, but they're better if you toast them. They are them. better, but sometimes but, I mean, you're in a rush. The, the brown sugar ones, straight out the box. There should good. only be one Pop-Tart, and that's strawberry. There should be no others. I brown, love strawberry. Brown, brown sugar's pretty good, man. It is. It's number one. It's fine, but strawberry number, number one. Not even close. I feel like when I'm listening to a lot of people talk about all of these woes, it just makes me wonder if they've retried any of this stuff again. Well, because Mahoney, you you talk about eggs all the time, like how you used to have a visceral reaction yeah. to eggs, and then you just kind of grew up. There is <laughs> started eating I, eggs. I can't remember who told me, but it, there's something along the lines like your taste buds change every seven, seven years. years. That's what they say. Whether I don't or not know that's if that's true, true or not. But I think that a lot of people just need to like I don't know dip their toe back in the water, man. Put your put, put your foot back into the uh, the ketchup. I don't know or whatever's making you get the queasies. Andy said I can't eat green or black olives at all right out of the jar, but I'll eat the hell out of them on pizza. Dude, I used to be like that with olives too. Have it you just tried looks- them drowned in vodka because that's also so delightful. I. You know, whenever you just know that there's some, some there's something that you probably are gonna like because it's in the same wheelhouse of everything else that you enjoy. Like, why would I not like? I enjoy capers. Why would I not like an olive? It's got like the same saltiness to it. So yep. I had been trying olives forever, and then I had a blue cheese olive once, and I was like, oh, okay, I th- I think I kind of get what this is supposed to be. Kalamata olives are the only ones that I can eat. Really? Still not a fan of olives. Green olives are the most disgusting thing on the planet. I feel like I'm supposed to like them, I but I just I never eat a green olive unless it's out of a martini, and, and then it's delightful. Yeah, well, because it's ol- kicking the flavor of all the vodka exactly, that's just yeah. burning your throat. Yeah. <laughs> just have to find a pain that's worse. Yeah. This is David Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On David Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you have said many times over that if you ever win the lottery, that you are going to do what? I'm going to buy a life-size version of the Statue of David made out of cocaine. No, not that part. The, oh. The, the part about disappearing. Oh. Yeah, you'll just never hear from me what? again. I've never heard that before. Yeah, he's going to buy a life-size statue of David. And it was going to be made out of cocaine. Then he's going to do it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's that was the, the plan. That was the plan. Uh, but the the point is, is where do you start? Head to was, toe or toe oh, to head? Oh, you know where I start. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a rail of all right. Um, so there's a woman who claimed to have just won the billion dollar Powerball ticket that uh, was sold okay. in Los Angeles. Only she was lying. Okay. Which you get all of the downside of people thinking that you have a billion dollars and then you don't actually have it. She's the winner? She's the winner. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Can we talk to you for just a second? Hey, wait a second. Hang on. We got Honey, I can't. I'm scared. I Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, so she's claiming it because there's cameras there. So she walks into the actual store where it was sold, claiming that she was the winner after it gets announced and there's uh, you know news crews there and she claims that it's her and she was just lying the whole time. What a weird... Weird person, I man. say this every day. Is there anyone who's normal? Yeah. <laughs> like, there are no- what yeah. do where you are these mean? Normal people at? Just like, where y'all at? Are we just like, just non-existent anymore? Because somebody to go out and just wanting that clout and then crying and acting like a total just buffoon, just weird. It's just totally weird to me. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I also said I would have an Arby's specifically for me run in my backyard 24-7, 365. That's the one I remember. And we did, we did the calculation on what that would cost. So there would always have to be two fresh sandwiches uh-huh. and a fresh thing of fries. So yes. you'd have to you'd have to make a new batch every 10 minutes. Ooh, yep. Staffing. Good. We priced it out around $2.5 million a year. Right. Which, if you got a billion dollars, sure. I could run that in perpetuity. You bet. That included electricity, everything else. So oh, yeah. $2.5 billion a year to get it up and going. And My functional. own personal private Arby's. With fresh food every five minutes. And we also stipulated that if the food was not consumed only by you, it cannot be consumed by others, uh, within those f- five minutes, it has to be thrown away and wasted. Food waste immediately. Yes. yes. Yeah. I've got the Statue of David made of out of- hungry kids. <laughs> Statue of David made out of cocaine in the front. But uh, what I haven't told you guys, out in the back- uh, a Venus de Milo made out of strictly roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming over to your house. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Hey, Dave, Mahoney, and Audrey. I've been listening to y'all for a few years. Love the show. But y'all, y'all drive me crazy with how you pronounce the word realtor. It's just two syllables, y'all. Not realtor, not realtor, realtor. Two Wait, syllables. you just did it. You Say just added three syllables. Say it right. Love y'all. Bye. You just added three syllables there. So it's, it's, not, it's not us. Like we say. It's like nuclear. You say, you say realtor, realtor, realtor. Is how I've always said it, but then you listen to the commercials and it's realtor.com. Well, you're the you're the one over here sh- always shilling for uh, what is it, Marriott instead Ma- of Marriott. Ma- Marriott, it's Marriott. Dude, everybody else in the country who's not paid by Marriott calls it Marriott. It's I would Marriott. It's I know it's Marriott. It's but, Marriott, like but cherry. nobody calls it that. It's no. Marriott. Nobody calls it. It's Marriott. It's it's not. But but it is. Here's a new one not. I discovered. I watch a lot of Food Network, and I hear the the chefs always call it cauliflower, and I call it cauliflower. Cauliflower. Yeah, they all say cauliflower. cauliflower. All I, don't, I, I cauliflower. don't like this game because I never remember how I actually say it. So say if so if you're gonna go buy a house, who would you call? A realtor. See, yeah, yeah there that, you that's go. how that's why I say it too. But the all the commercials for it, it's a realtor. But that's, well, that's like the crayon crayon. Or the caramel caramel. Would like you call I, it a, a foyer instead of a foyer? <laughs> I do I call it a foyer. I, I, I you, grew up you calling would. it a foyer. Foyer's like what? A foyer. It's a foyer. Relax. That sounds like that sounds like something that you you scrape off your foot. A foyer. Okay, it's right next you, to your bunion. You don't call it a foyer. Bunion. Foyer. Like shut up. You don't have a foyer. That's just your house entrance. is like mine. It's like. You know, fifteen hundred square feet. Yeah, it's Relax. a box. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Don't lie. You've always wanted to see those sprinklers on the ceiling go off in random buildings. We've seen it happen in movies, but I've never seen it happen in real life, and I kind of want to. Message deleted. So I know a guy many years ago when I was working in a restaurant. He got put on house arrest nice. because they were in a Motel Six. And they were drunk. Mm-hmm. And these are, you know, guys who were like 20. Sure. 21. They grabbed the fire hose from the wall at this Motel 6. Mm-hmm. Bet that went over well. And they turned it on. Mm-hmm. And they flooded out this Motel 6, causing several million dollars. Million? Dude, when you think about water damage. Yeah, but it's Motel 6, man. It's so... I guess somehow it triggered the <laughs> other. They had a couple extra zeros on there. Uh, they're like, oh, insurance this, claim. this was all new betting. <laughs> but this guy, he, so <laughs> he got. First time I've ever seen water. <laughs> flooded, flooded out an entire floor. Wow. A couple million dollars in damage. He was like 20 years old. Has to pay, you know, went to, went to court. You and know, they got to pay he, it back. Who's on probation for, wow. I think, four or five years for it. He could only go to the steakhouse that we worked with and go back home. And had to pay restitution to Motel 6 for it. Man, and Motel my, 6 out here just, you guys got insurance, relax. I don't know, man. I mean, you should know better than the. No, you should know better. That'd you be, should know. That's, that's just stupid, use, but also, Just use the, don't. I get it. You don't use the fire hose. You just use the fire extinguisher. Exactly. Be a gentleman. This is Dave and Mahoney. So there's been a lot of talk this past year, Mahoney, about the cocaine bear. It was actually a pretty big movie. Um, now we have something that is not just a comedy, even though, you know, Cocaine Bear, when they first started talking about it, they are like, based on a true story, you're like, okay, well, this movie is, it's a comedy, and it's about a, a coked-out bear. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is a real thing, and this is not a comedy. This is not funny at all, apparently. Cocaine sharks are a real thing. Well, they're Coca- not a real thing yet. Well, they keep dumping all the cocaine, and, you know, all the drug smugglers keep dropping all the cocaine in the water, man. Yeah, that's that- what we're worried about. We're worried about the sharks finding the coke. It's not like they're just, like, all of a sudden getting a habit. No, well, no, they're, they, they've actually, it's part of Shark Week this year where they've been studying sharks that they they, they presume, because they don't know for sure, obviously, that they have eaten bales of cocaine because their their behavior has been so weird and erratic. We've also heard about the meth alligators. Where the, the meth alligators like, getting thing, into the water yeah. streams and yeah. like, we're now nervous about all of the animals. Like, just stop putting your drugs in the water. So the research. The all ferrets, man. You got to watch out for them. The finny yeah. ferrets. Finny ferrets. That's right. Uh, They'll come for it. <laughs> Research I mean, very sleepy. was uh, really conducted for six days in the in the Florida Keys, and some sharks were observed exhibiting very peculiar behavior, and they think it may be due to them consuming cocaine that they ate. Uh-huh. So a hammerhead, a species that usually would swim away from humans, came directly towards a group of divers and was moving erratically. They also observed, and this is my favorite one, a sandbar shark 
swimming in circles as, as it was apparently very focused on an imaginary object. <laughs> <laughs> he had a great business plan laid yeah, out, man. Let's just talk about it, man. So it has nothing to do with the water probably like cooking their brains into like a boil. Nothing to do with that. It's, we're just, we're just assuming going straight it's to the cocaine. cocaine. Well, so one of the researchers said that when he was down there doing this research, there was multiple days where bales of cocaine were washing up. Yeah. And then he sees all these sharks acting weird. So whether or not it's true, I don't know. But one thing I do know, speaking of cocaine is that U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents pulled over a 22-year-old driver who was delivering a cargo of cheese wheels in his truck. As you do. And in the cheese wheels, cocaine. I mean, that's a good place for the cocaine, though. Yeah. Uh, Seven bundles were found within the cheese wheels, weighed in about 17.8 pounds. The drugs and the vehicles were seized by the CPD, or CBP, and the driver was taken into custody by the Homeland Security. He's going to face charges for drug smuggling. Uh, but I, I'm going to be honest with you. If you cover the cocaine and cheese, I'm going to eat it. It should be legal. I mean, yeah. is there anything? Yeah. It's American, man. Like, you know what we do? We know we do with our cocaine here in America? Cover it in cheese. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's the best charcuterie board that you could possibly imagine. Just nice bring in some back there to the charcuterie board, yeah. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 